Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Iranian Market Minute. Today is Thursday, September 29th, and this is episode number 192. My name is Justin Hune. I am your host. I'm the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium, finds the best risk-reward investing opportunities in the space, and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you see or hear in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right, good to be back with you guys again today. Um, more volatility in the markets today, although we were pretty pretty coupled with the uh, with the broad markets. Didn't really have a lot of downside beta. We'll go over the charts in just a moment. I want to talk about um, a little bit of news having to do with a, another life extension, as I discussed yesterday, as well as some advanced nuclear news coming out of Japan. Before we do that, I want to remind everybody that tomorrow will be the last episode, the last daily Uranium Market Minute episode that will be published for free on YouTube, um, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Starting next week, this will be a weekly podcast only, and the daily market updates will be going to members of Uranium Insider Pro. If you are interested in finding out more about that service, click the link in the description below. Uh, you can contact us as well through the contact form on our website, uraniuminsider.com. And uh, feel free to ask any questions you might have about our service. As I mentioned yesterday, you not only will have access to the daily market updates similar to this, but obviously we'll, with more granular detail, and I will be discussing individual companies, which I typically do not do, with an exception of perhaps Cameco or Kazadamprom, um, since they tend to uh, move the market with their company-specific news. But company-specific um, details and news in the daily updates will be happening for members going forward starting next week. You'll have access to our monthly newsletters, which, by the way, the October newsletter will be out on, uh, let's see, Tuesday the 4th. Uh, so for members, expect that uh, in your inbox an hour before the open on Tuesday the 4th. You'll also have access to our monthly members-only webinars and as well as email bulletins that uh, we send in a timely manner based on market moving macro, fundamental news, or company specific news. All right, let's get right into the daily scoreboard here. The spot price, um, just you can hear a pin drop, nothing going on there, 48.25 a pound mid market. Sput obviously did not raise any new capital, still at a slight discount to NAV as of the close yesterday, just under 3% discount to their net asset value. And we'll need to see some money flowing into that to get that back up to NAV and see them raise some cash as they still have just below 18 million in cash in their treasury, traded down a little bit today as well with risk coming back off the markets. No changes in outstanding shares for the URA or URNM. So no mandated buying or selling from the reporting of uh, yesterday. And uh, let's see, let's go ahead and take a look at the charts. Starting off with URA down just under 3% on the day, average volume um, just moving with the broad market. Honestly, typically this sector has uh, significant alpha on the upside, significant beta on the downside. And uh, you know, uh, an S&P down over 2% day usually results in a down 5% day for uranium. And we are down just around 3%. So not too bad, all things considered. URNM relative to the spot price, trading down a bit today with the spot price flat, down almost 4%, still uh, maintaining this long-term uptrend and still above that horizontal trend line from where the bull market began. All things considered, valuations are relatively low here still when you're comparing them to the cost of the commodity itself. Cameco continues to be very, very strong. 
down only 1.3% with dip buyers coming in right at the 50-day. URA relative to the S&P down slightly today, just under 1%. As I mentioned, the S&P had a pretty nasty day and we had a nasty day as well, although not as bad um, as we typically would with this type of broad market action, still hanging in there with this long-term uptrend relative to the broad market. Spot trading down 3.5%, so now we're back down around that 5.5%, uh, actually more like 6.5% discount to now here. All right, mailbag section. It's going to be a pretty quick episode here. I want to discuss two things that I saw that I seem to be pretty positive relative to um, new developments for nuclear. One is that Mitsubishi Heavy Industries in Japan came out with news last night. They're teaming up with four large Japanese nuclear utilities to develop advanced nuclear projects. Now, I originally thought that this was an SMR project, but it's not. This is we're talking about, I believe it was a 1200 megawatt advanced nuclear uh, project in Japan. This is going to be developed in the later part of the decade um, to come online in the early 2030s. That's still quite a ways away, of course, but still very interesting to see Japan not only hopefully accelerating their restarts as per the messaging coming from the prime minister, but also looking at building new plants. Now, this, of course, is the country that has been the only country to suffer a nuclear attack and the country with the, uh, you know, with the negative news out of Fukushima being most prescient in the minds of the, uh, you know, the nuclear detractors, let's say. So not only have they suffered the only nuclear attack, but the accident that's most recent in everyone's memory came in Japan, yet they are doubling down and increasing their uh, nuclear going forward. That is a very, very good sign coming from Japan. The second thing I want to mention is just give a congratulations to uh, Chris Kiefer and all of the people fighting to keep the Pickering nuclear power station online in Ontario, Canada. Congratulations, you guys. Uh, I really pre appreciate all of that advocacy work that you've been doing. So new, uh, Pickering was set to be decommissioned next year. They extended it for three more years out to 2026. We'll have to see if they extend it any further. The plant started, uh, it came online in 1971. It shut down in 1997 for eight years, it was restarted in 2005, and it has been operating ever since then. Um, it's actually been putting out larger numbers in terms of electricity. So over the past number of years, with the exception of last year. Um, this this obviously is a big win for the nuclear advocates and going forward to meet for Canada to meet their clean energy goals, they need to keep as many of these online as possible. In fact, they likely are going to need to uh, build out a lot of new nuclear uh, going forward. So congrats to, the, to you guys. And uh, again, let's update those models, update the models again for out to 2026. It's almost, it's once or twice a week that some news comes that actually affects modeling for supply and demand right now. So it's becoming a, uh, a part-time job just to update these models with all the positive news with life extensions and license extensions as well. All right. Thank you guys. Going to be short episode tomorrow. As I mentioned, will be the last day for the free uh, daily Uranium Market Minute. I hope to see you there. Thank you for the support. Take care. Cheers.